T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yes, this is Will Marotti. This is the Will Marotti Show, but Will Marotti is slightly diminished today. Voice is a little off. Um, Matt Sorois is at the Master Control Panel. His voice is fine, so you can call and talk to him. (laughs) 860-522-9842, the number. Um, National Day of Prayer today, Cinco de Mayo today. Um, National Day of Prayer is something that's been in, well, it's part, part of the fabric. It's been woven into the fabric of our history. George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln all called for National Day of Prayer. Uh, President Truman signed into law in 1988 by President Ronald Reagan. First Thursday of every May is the National Day of Prayer. If you'd like to find, there's 187 events happening in Connecticut today. Some many, some happened already. There were prayer breakfasts. Some will be happening at noontime in parks, at uh, town hall steps. And then there's a number of events happening this evening as well, all around the state of Connecticut, 187 total. That's a lot of events. And you and most of you never heard this. You won't even hear it. You'll never hear it. You won't see it on TV. You won't hear it on, on the news. No, no. There's thousands, tens of thousands of events happening today. So if you'd like more information about it or you'd like to find an event near you, you go to nationaldayofprayer.org. And on, on the top banner, there's events. You click on events. You type in your zip code, and it will give you a listing of events that are near you and you can attend pretty amazing pretty cool but uh yeah 187 in connecticut yeah i mean that's that's amazing isn't it i mean obviously there's more than there's more there's a couple in each town so you know obviously more than 169 towns municipalities but um the state is well covered i went through most of them earlier and um let me go from the bottom of the list up. Hamden, Danbury, Simsbury, Shelton, Easton, West Haven, Torrington, Rocky Hill, Oxford, Norwalk, Norwalk, Monroe, Hebron, Hartford, Farmington, Eastford, Granby, East Granby, Collinsville, Cheshire, Barkhamstead, Woodstock, Woodbridge, North Branford, Newtown, Newington, New Britain, Middletown, Marlboro, Manchester, Guilford, wow, Bethany, Columbia, Winstead, Warren, Couple in Wallingford. Mm-hmm. 
Summers, Salisbury, Prospect. They're all over the state. So again, the website is national, just spell it out, National Day of Prayer, no spaces, no anything, nationaldayofprayer.org. You'll go to the website, you click on events, and there you have it. It'll be yours. 860-522-9842. Talked a little bit about the fact, the, uh, the misrepresenting of this leaked court document claiming that once, if, in fact, Roe v. Wade is overturned, that'll eliminate abortion. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just turns control over to the states. So Connecticut, as a blue state, will continue to have abortion. Fear not. Let not your heart be troubled if you're an abortion proponent. Let's go to the calls here. Ralph in South Carolina. Hello, Ralph. Good morning, Pastor. I hope life's treating you well. Uh, just a couple of comments. Your past caller, Tim. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor, and he seems to be a far-left progressive. Ask him if they're going to put their windows on the front of the F-35s or the back of the F-35s. <laughs> I'd like to know that, and if, what size sails he's going to put on the ships at sea. Well. Because the fact, the true fact, Pastor, is we are always going to need possible fuels and that's going to happen at maybe uh, 100 years, 20 years from now. It may change. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main reason I called, Pastor, is did you see what they passed yesterday in Oregon, the law? I did, I did not, Ralph. What did they pass? They are going to put uh, machines in boys' men's rooms uh, with, uh, I believe they're called uh, tampons. Yeah, yeah. And they're going in the boys' rooms and schools in Oregon. And I don't know if they're going to be varying sizes or not. I don't know how that works, thank God. <laughs> but, I mean, this is beyond stupidity, Pastor. I'm sorry. Well, they're People... catering to the trans community, and this is the, the LGBT community. And so, you know, if you've got girls that want to transition, uh, boys or boys want to transition to girls, and it could be in either bathroom, then you have to have yeah, the machines is, in there, apparently. Where, the tamp- how, where does a boy put a tampon? Well, we don't yet, but, you know, maybe they're going to have surgery or something. <laughs> yeah, but even if they have surgery, they're not going to be, you know, bleeding unless they cut themselves. Yeah. I mean, I just pulled the story up here, and, uh, yeah, every, ba- every student bathroom in public school in Oregon is going to have tampons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> This is beyond stupid. It's I'm upside sorry. down, Ralph. We live in an upside down world. No, this is this is past upside down. This is uh, this makes idiots look like they may have a bigger brain than some of these progressive Democrats. I'm sorry. This is scary. That's the move. That's the move. That's the that's the trend of the culture, Ralph. Trend of the culture. Thanks for your call. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Yep. This now, under the category of how much dumber could you get? The latest, the latest um, allegation Democrats have about something being racist. There's a law in Georgia that says if you send in an absentee ballot, it has to be signed in ink, blue or black pen. Now, on face value, you'd go, what's the big deal? (laughs) But, you know, 
Many people, we heard one from this morning, many people, of course there's no voter fraud. Of course there's not. Well, of course there is. There's always been voter fraud. It was invented in Bridgeport. Um, and so now they, there's a left-wing group that is suing Georgia for ena enacting this law that says um, electronic or digital signatures will not be accepted on mail-in ballots. They must be physically written by pen to create a valid signature. Well, that's racist. You can't do that. <laughs> and, and why do you suppose they made that law? Why do they suppose they want you to sign it, sign your ballot with, with a pen? Blue or black ink, why? As opposed to uh, digital signatures. Because they can forge digital signatures like faster than grain coming out of a silo. It's ridiculous. Can't figure that one out. Hey, six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's go to uh, Avon and Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Hi, Pastor Will. Your voice sounds pretty good, even though you might not feel that great. All right, great. Thank you. Sorry. It's encouraging to hear that. Uh, um, about the Roe v. Wade thing, I think the, the bigger issue here, at least for me, is that this is getting the federal government out of our business. Yes. And anything that can get the federal government out of our education, out of our health care, out of everything, I think is a good thing. Well, I, I agree because I think and I don't the government think it's being explained properly. That it's just the federal government doesn't have control over that anymore. Mm. Each state can determine their future and what they want, which is the way it should be, I, I think. Yeah, but that's a that's a great that's a great blow to the pro-abortion movement. You know, I talked about this earlier. Progressives pre predominantly are incrementalists, right? So they they know they can't get the whole pie in the first bite, so they'll be patient and they'll nibble away at things long enough until they get their way. But the reverse is true. Once they have something, they don't give, want to give a bite right. of it away. They don't want to give anything away, and so but, they're going to fight so hard on this because they see this as a threat to them. Although it shouldn't be any threat to them because all it does, as you said, is just gives the power back to the states. It just gives the, control, it gives the state the right back to the state. Like right. we should have the right uh, for our education and not have it be federalized and have them uh, implement different policies that we don't want. We, we've lost control over so many facets of our lives because the federal government mm -hmm. has taken over. Absolutely. So I think this is a good start. I agree. Um, I agree, and they shouldn't be threatened by it. But, you know, and if you don't like the law, move to a blue state. If you don't like your laws yeah, go, in your state, move to another right. state. Go to, go to a crazy state. But yeah. does this mean we're going to have to keep funding Planned Parenthood, how much money we give Planned Parenthood? On the state level, it probably would be, sure. Uh, just, and, that's, and those are the main people that are concerned about this, because for Planned Parenthood, abortion is big business, and they don't want to lose any business. of their business. And, and, uh, and that's know, why the that's why they see talking. the threat. Barbara, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, East Hartford and Charlene. Hello, Charlene. Welcome. Hi, Pastor Will. How are you? Good. What's Besides sniffling and a bad throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, yeah. I would like to know where are truth purveyors on Facebook and Twitter with all this disinformation about. Roe v. Wade and the overturning of abortion, because it certainly doesn't do that if anybody read the law quote, <laughs> the edict. Well, again, why tell the truth when lies will whip up your base better and get more money for donations? 
And on the other thing, Tim, I think he really needs to look into just the Connecticut voting and see how much uh, fraudulent voting there's been going on in this state. And if he doesn't think that doesn't affect the national election, he's misinformed. Well, of course it does. Of course it does. You know, to your earlier point, though, why isn't the White House dispatching Nina Jenkowitz immediately? She's the new disinformation czar. Why aren't they dispatching Nina Jenkins immediately to straighten out this misinformation that's being spread about this abortion, leaked abortion memo, right? Why aren't they doing that? It no, they don't care. Does, doesn't work for them. Doesn't fit their story. Charlene, thank you very much. 860-522-9842. Calling out to my Amen Choir guys. Give me a hand here. I want to hear from you guys and, and listen more and talk less today. Let's go to Weathersfield and Bill. Bill, welcome to the show. Pastor Will, um, quick recovery for your voice. And Thank you. I was calling in, and the reason why they need um, um, tampon machines in um, male bathrooms is for the few females that are converting over to men, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, they'll are not. they still need a tampon once in a while because I don't think they do uh, full uh, removal of their reproductive organs. Yeah, I don't understand that have, enough, Bill. I have to admit I know, it, ignorance it's there. just bizarre and and uh, that's what it is. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. We're living in an upside-down world, and, and people are right. going along with it, and they're they're approving it, and they're condoning it, and they're promoting it, and just it's, it's ridiculous. Bill, thank you for your call. 860-522-9842, the numbers. 1036, we're going to have Jazz Shaw Weekend Editor, HotAir.com. And uh, we'll always, always enjoy talking with, with Jazz. Hopefully, I'll let Jazz talk more than me today. And, uh, and we'll take your calls as well. All right, let's take a quick break, Matt. A couple of commercials, pay some bills. We'll come back with more calls. And then Jazz Shaw at 1036. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, 1024 WTIC News Talk, 1080. Let's go to Patty in Arkansas. Hey, Patty. Hi, Pastor Will. I hope you feel better, Pastor Will. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have a very important story that I've actually been following, and I actually, um, I, I told Nate I have three sources, but I actually I have four for it. And um, they all tell me the exact same information. And as fast as I could read them, the information gets taken down. In fact, I worked on them last night to send them to you and Tom this morning, and they were all gone. And my daughter oh my helped gosh. me find alternate stories for these in podcasts, and we got them. And I sent it to you and Tom this morning. Okay. The story as I understand it, and I understand this is very true, came from very reliable sources, four of them, in fact, um, is that the WHO is negotiating treaties throughout the whole world, and they have to have a minimum of 70 countries. They have an enormous amount of them. The United States is one of them. It undermines our Constitution. It takes away our sovereignty. And they're starting with, I'm going to start with this. The WHO is funded 70% by pharmaceutical companies, and the other 30% is funded by Bill Gates and the CCP. And what they're looking to start with is they are going to control pandemics and lockdowns and the uh, relationships we have with our physicians and the treatments they are allowed to give. And this will go into effect as of May 22nd of this month. And normally a country has 18 months to be able to change its mind. They reduced it to six months. They are looking down the road to have one world under the Great Reset, education, one world for health care, and this is where the lockdowns begin. 
I understand through someone who's absolutely brilliant, he is a physician, it's Dr. Peter Bregan. He has spoke enormously about this subject in very, very long, over one-hour tapes about this subject. And he also has said that this is so loosely written in regard to being about pandemics that it could be actually extended to health care. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say to the audience, I wasn't sure if I should put this out on the air, I have read, I have verified it with four reliable sources, exact same information as I have just stated, and I've sent you the, the, the podcast. My daughter helped me find them, and she downloaded them, and I have sent them to you and Tom. There's two of them, and we worked on it all morning long to get because all our information was gone last night. I'm, when I'm, I got looking, I'm looking right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I can actually try to find you even more of the same information to back up what I just said but I'm going to have to look a little harder because as fast as I could read them and listen to them, they are removed. I see I see something you sent for... Uh, I can resend it to you. Planting amid talks of shortages. I'm going to send it to, resend it to you right now, Pastor Will. Right. Oh, I got it. I got a great reset podcast. That's it. Okay, all right. Yep, they were, I'll I check had it an out. article before and articles and podcasts, and they were all forbidden to me even go on this morning. <laughs> They're fast, aren't they? they yeah, they're fast. Yeah, they, they are They got fast. their hound dogs sniffing this stuff out. Yeah, they like yeah. a bloodhound. Yeah. Thank you very much. Patty, thanks well, so I much wasn't call. sure I if I could put it. it on the radio, but Matt told me to go ahead. So Okay. Well, Thank I'm going to check it out, and I may, may talk about it myself. Yep. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. Commercials, news, and uh, and then more of your calls. 1036 Jazz Shaw, weekendeditorhotair.com. I always love talking to Jazz on this. I hope Jazz talks more than I so I can just listen and, and listen to his wisdom. <laughs> right here on the Thursday edition of the Will Marotti Show with a slightly diminished Will Marotti. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. 1039 WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, this is Will Marotti, but the, the diminished Will Marotti on the Will Marotti Show. Matt Soroyce, our master of ceremonies. Joining us now on the hotline, and I hope he's in a talkative mood, the weekend editor hotair.com. That would be the one and the only Jazz Show. Jazz, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Hope you're having a great day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, just want to jump into a couple things here. I couldn't believe this when I saw it, but I guess it's true because you wrote it. It's the title is, Oh Great, Taliban Using Abandoned Biometric Data to Target Afghan Helpers. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that they're targeting Afghans who are friendly to us. I guess I am surprised they're using biometric data, and how are they doing that? Well, we didn't just leave weapons behind when uh, we had our disastrous uh, pullout uh, last summer. They also left a whole bunch of computers and Nobody thought or had time to smash them all or anything, and the Taliban apparently have some people with some computer hacking savvy, and they've been getting in and finding all the personnel records for the people who were helping the Americans and our allies. Stuff like not just photos on addresses, but addresses of relatives, uh, retinal scans, you know, I mean, down to that level. So it makes it a lot easier for them to uh, to find those people and identify them conclusively and then just murder them or lock them up somewhere. Can you imagine, Jazz, if we had not left all the weaponry there 
for the Taliban. Now, by the way, the Taliban is one of the largest weapons dealers in the world now, I hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, wouldn't it be great if we could have taken all that and given it to Ukraine? I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, leaving Maybe it there. Send some Ukrainians up to Afghanistan and just ask for all of it, you know, or, or steal it out out of the airport or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a exactly. uh, there was a Supreme Court decision last week that um, Boston could not prohibit the flying of the Christian flag uh, on government properties. And now I see. I guess your latest writing says, of course. The satanic satanic temple wants to fly their flag in Boston. Is that is that like for real? Yep, it is. They they get into this stuff all the time. They love being able to generate some headlines and uh, attract more attention to their movement or church, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, they the Supreme Court ruled that there was a Christian group that wanted to fly their flag there, and they were prevented, even though they were flying. Black Lives Matter flags and other flags like that, and they were just picking and choosing, and the Supreme Court said, nope, either everybody gets to or nobody gets to, you know. And so that was good for that Christian group if they still want to have their flag flown. But immediately the Satanic Temple, which is in Salem, uh, (laughs) oddly enough, yeah, (laughs) and and where else would it be, right? Uh, So they immediately sent a letter off, and they're like, okay, we we have Satanic Appreciation Week in July, which apparently is a thing, Mm -hmm. and we'd like you to fly our flag there that week. That's kind of hard to say no now. No answer yet, but I don't know. Well, they also have, I see in here, they have an after-school program called After School Satan. (laughs) Just for the kids, yeah. You know, you don't want to leave the children behind, and that's the... I don't know. I don't. Are these, are these people really even serious, or do they just do this to attract attention? I, I think they're I mean, serious. I'll, I'll tell you a story, a true story that happened to us a number of years ago. We were um, a number of years ago. We were having a meeting, a Sunday night meeting for prayer for something. I forget what it was. And um, right down the street from where our church was located, there was a cemetery. And um, during the course of our of our gathering. Um, we we knew because we could see lights down the street. They were, the police showed up, and there was a satanic group that was having a, I don't know <laughs> their own prayer service. Then they were praying against us in the cemetery. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I don't know, you know, <laughs> a counter prayer group. It's like a counter protest, you know. Except there were satanists that were praying against us. So I don't know who they were praying to, but it, I don't. It didn't have any effect on our meeting. It went pretty well, actually. I, I've never actually met a Satanist in my entire life, and I'm in my sixties. Yeah, no, I have, I, I have, and they're I, they're. Interesting. I would have thought they would be incredibly rare. They're very you know. interesting, and and they're they're more. Uh, I mean, it is a very small percentage of people who are Satanists, but um, but they're very vocal, and they're generally very militant. So um, I can see where they'd want their flag flown after this. All right, let's. Yeah, I was, uh, I was I, looking at their website, and they're apparently yeah. very pro-abortion too. They're yeah, they're big yeah, on that. Of course. You know, yeah, they're, you're, anything anything traditional Americans are are for, they would be against, or vice versa. Um, yeah. A lot of lot of raised eyebrows yesterday, uh, last week rather, when we heard about the formation of the disinformation governance board, the disinformation czar, and. Um, you know, people think, man, this this is awful spooky. This sounds an awful lot like Russia or China. 
to, to bring something like this, this in. And you've got an, an article today, this morning at 8 o'clock. And uh, the question is, will they defund the Ministry of Truth? Who's trying to defund it at this point? Tom Cotton and I think 17 other Senate Republicans have signed on. He, he's submitted a bill that will prevent any federal funding for the operation of that office. Really? Um, hmm. Yeah. So you kind of, you know, the left was trying to defund the police for so long, maybe they shouldn't <laughs> have given us that idea, you know, <laughs> because it's like, hey, maybe we can get in on the defunding action, you know, oh we'll just defund this office. Uh, I, I don't even know if it's possible, like I wrote in the article, that uh, you're picking out a really small segment of a large DHS budget that's already been approved. The money was already appropriated for the yeah. year. Um, I, I guess they, they must believe they have the legal ability to do it if it passes. But, you know, what are the odds of it passing without a majority in either chamber? And what are the odds of Biden not vetoing it? Yeah. So I, I think it's more of a symbolic thing at this point. We're talking with Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com. Before I get to my last, uh, my last jazz offering, what, just a, just a basic thing. I know you didn't write about this, but at least I haven't seen anything. What's your take on the Supreme Court document leak? I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think it would be a conservative person would do it because I don't think it helps the cause. And I'm wondering why it came out so early. Why didn't they just wait until the, the decision? What, what, what do you think? What's your take on? It? Yeah, I, I, I question Politico's wisdom in running with the story. I mean, just because you have something doesn't mean you have to dump it out there. Yeah. And I think whoever did it, whoever leaked it to them originally, did it knowingly, knowing that they yeah. were going to just throw a roll a grenade under the door and people would be infuriated and people would be, you know, protesting the court and questioning the court's uh, viability and, and fairness, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Whereas I if agree. they just waited until it was released, there would have been people that were upset, but it would have been the standard course of order. But yeah. now they're hoping that the justices on the court are going to feel pressured by all this public anger, and maybe they'll amend what they're doing. Well, to follow up on, on that story, in terms of, uh, you know, we talked about the Taliban using biometric data to trace back people who's helped the United States so they can kill them. And the information or the misinformation department and the, and the, the czar of that department, you've got a bizarre story here about the CDC spending $420,000 to track tens of millions of cell phones to see who went to schools and churches during the pandemic. Is it that bad? I mean, is that what we're coming to as far as Big Brother and total lack of privacy? Apparently, the CDC is claiming, no, no, that's not why we did it, and we weren't going to look at anybody's individual records, which is kind of physically impossible. Uh, if you've got all that information, you have the individual identities and records. Right. But, yeah, they, uh, without really telling anybody, they were sitting there and following cell phones and looking for places where large numbers of people were showing up at the addresses of churches, of schools that were supposed to be closed, things like that, looking for non-compliance. Um, it went down to the gritty detail of they were apparently using it to, I forget the exact phrase, track neighbor-to-neighbor contacts, <sighs> see who was leaving their house and going and visiting their neighbor when they were supposed to be locked down. You know, and this, and this wasn't this wasn't thousands of phones, right? This is a lot of phones. This was tens of millions of phones. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's where we are. I yeah. if you'd told me before I read the article that that was going on, I would I would call you a conspiracy theorist. But apparently, it's true. 
How do they get they the data? It. Why is that data even public, Jazz? Why? I mean, they they got it from somebody, right? They they bought it from a from oh a, yeah, a they bought it from a data sort. harvesting firm. That if you know how to do it, uh, particularly if you run advertising. I mean, Google has all that data. Yeah. Uh, if you if you have anything Google installed on your phone, yeah, they've already got it all. Wow. So the, there are a bunch of these firms that go around and extract or purchase themselves that data from the people who have it. And then they have customers who want really specialized processing of that data so they can draw useful marketing information, or in this case, uh, government oppression information, whatever you like, uh, draw those conclusions. And there's a bunch of firms that do that. And the firm they chose is a particularly intrusive one that was actually banned by Google out of their app store. (laughs) Because they were they were just so bad, but you're, CDC you're banned by Google. My gosh, <laughs> they're, they're banned by Google. But the CDC thought they were just peachy, you know. So yeah, that, that's the thing that happened. Yeah. Um, last question, Jazz uh, Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com. Are you ever surprised at the rate and the volume of things that are being changed so so quickly? I mean, it seems like. The, the changes and the impact and the extent of them are just exponentially increasing. I mean, it's just amazing to me how, how bad and, and how, and even in terms of public privacy. I mean, it's just, it's just evaporating. There's nothing you can do. It's gone. I, I am you? probably surprised on a daily, daily basis, my friend. So much yeah. stuff has changed so quickly, and I would say... I, I, I don't sit around and pretend I pined for the old days because they were perfect or something. Yeah, but yeah. things have really, I think they started shifting rapidly right around the time Barack Obama came into office. Yeah. And there was a big wave at that point, sort of a blue wave, and and everybody started talking about rights in different ways. And then suddenly science went out the window, and there's no such thing as women, you know, and just... A decade before that, if you'd said any of those things, people would have suggested you need help because yeah. you're obviously crazy. <laughs> and now it's just enshrined in law in some places and just taken as accepted wisdom yeah. on the left. And if you don't agree, then you need to be silenced because you're a bad person. Wow. You know, and I never thought we'd get here this quickly. That's that's my shock. I just never thought we'd get here this quickly. And the, and the left used to be the ones that were supposedly really concerned about people's privacy, data privacy, all that stuff. But now all it takes is Elon Musk saying two things on Twitter, and suddenly privacy is out the window. It's like, we need better regulation of speech. Yeah. Better regulation of speech. <laughs> you know, content moderation is the phrase they want to use. I mean, that, that would have been unthinkable yeah. just yeah, nobody know, 15 would years ago. No, it's, and, it's, and it's amazing. It's just the new normal. Well, keep swinging at it, my friend. We need to hear all of the truth and as much of it as we can get. And, and you and Hot Air doing a great job. And we, we appreciate you and, and thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll keep in there and keep hacking away. All right, brother. Thanks so much. Okay. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. A couple commercials. We're going to set up for the Between Round Bagel last caller of the day. And if you are that person, you're going to get six months of bagels from between rounds. They have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. So let's take a break, a couple commercials. We've got some open phone lines, 
860-522-9842. Now's your time to call. Call now while the bagels are hot. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. 1036, 1056. I'm all right. Uh, 860-522-9842. As we set up for the between rounds, bagel last caller of the day. You know, that CDC story is shocking to me that they would track people's cell phones to watch where they're going and what they're doing. It's unbelievable that that would happen. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I really am. I'm not just saying it. I just, I can't believe we're losing so rapidly our personal freedoms and privacy. And uh, the left thinks it's a great idea, and obviously people on the right think it's a horrible idea. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where it leads. Um, yeah, so between Round Bagel, Delhi, locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn for the last caller of the day. Um, National Day of Prayer, if you'd like more information, go to nationaldayofprayer.org, click on the Events tab, Enter your zip code, find an event near you today. There's 187 that were going to take place between breakfast this morning and services this evening. A lot of things happening at noontime. So that's where you want to go for that information. Let us go to Enfield and Paul. Paul, welcome and congratulations. You're the last caller of the day. What's on your mind? Thank you, Pastor Neil. Great show. Uh, Keep up the good fight. Uh, I have a, a, a remedy for you that I think works at least temporarily for your uh, your throat and so forth, okay. and that is frozen pineapple chunks, and then you slightly thaw them out. The enzyme starts cutting up the, uh, the infection uh, in your throat, or what's even better is a can of pineapple juice, have a couple in the refrigerator there or the freezer, take it out, let it thaw. It's like a pineapple slushy, yeah. and it works wonders. It really? Cure it, but it works wonders. All right. I'm going to try it because I need the relief. I get a lot of responsibilities, and I can't be tied up without a voice. Hey, uh, Paul, I'm going to put you on hold. Matt's going to take your information for your Between Rounds Bagel uh, certificate. And uh, thanks for the advice. I'm going to try it. All right. God bless you. Hang on. Matt's going to take care of you. All right, guys, that's it. I'm out of time. I'm out of voice. <laughs> uh, again, I, I just thank you guys so much for the Amen Choir. Thank you for all your calls, and uh, I want you to enjoy your. Give me a fairly nice day today. Enjoy it. Get out there if you can. Get some, get some vitamin D and sunshine. And uh, I love you guys. God bless you. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.